Welcome to the 11 Personnel Podcast, your favorite Rams podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Rodrigue, and with me is my fabulous co-host, Rich Hammond. Rich, how we doing? Doing well, Jordan. Uh, we're back with everybody a second time this week, which could only mean one thing, or there's only one thing in the world that would be big enough for us to come back a second time this week. And what is it? We get uniforms, Rich. We have so much to talk about. This emergency edition of the 11 Personnel Podcast. Um, I mean, can you hear the enthusiasm in my voice? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what that is? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely enthusiasm. (laughs) No, it was was a big day. I uh, can't believe I timed it well enough to to be off the beat just in time for the for the uniform launch but I, I Jordan was gracious enough to allow me to participate in the uh, in the uh, conference call that we had to, to talk about this stuff with the Rams because I, I felt like it was I was seeing it through you know would have, would my life would have felt incomplete if I didn't get to participate in the uh, in the process so it certainly was interesting Jordan what did you think because now I, I'd been trying to um, what's the right word here prepare you for, right. for kind of you know what a, what a big story this would be so Jordan by the way wrote an, an excellent story um, on on the athletic app and, and website and I, I think it should be noted probably the best uh, praise anybody could give you is that a lot of people said, well, I don't really like the uniforms, but I really like the story. <laughs> so I, I, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, but well, what did you think before we get into, you know, the uniforms themselves? What did you what did you think about the reaction? Was it was it grander than than you expected it would be? Or was it pretty much on on par? It was on par. Um, and, you know, and I will take any compliment on the writing, even if you don't like, even if you don't like the the uniform itself. That's fine. That doesn't that doesn't involve me. <laughs> so, um, right. but it was it was interesting. You know, I you just kind of to peel back the curtain a little bit for our listeners. We had a press conference um, ahead of the reveal so that we could see the uniforms and sort of understand what the details were. And so for me, it was cool because Rich did come full circle on all of this as he has been leading the charge on the uniform beat for the last several years. And so I think that it was it was really interesting. We spoke to a bunch of different people who communicated the why behind some of the details. And so in the piece, I wanted to make sure that some of these details were established and, and explained because they they really put a lot of thought into this. And, and, you know, that kind of leads me to some of the criticism was, did they overthink it? And that's some of the criticism that I heard uh, when we were getting all of this feedback, you know, it was a, it was a pretty healthy mix. A lot of people um, were for them because they kind of thought, okay, if this is really sort of representing SoFi stadium and complementing the, the build of the stadium and making sure that this ushers in sort of a new era then I get then I get it. Other people were sort of really upset um, because there were some, some things that maybe certain traditions that weren't as their feedback was maybe that some of these traditions weren't as as respected as they could have been. Some of them were, you know, unhappy with the color scheme, confused by some of the colors. 
And that's fine. I think that they were ready in that front office. I think they were ready for all kinds of feedback. They were sort of bracing themselves. You know, I didn't think it was as negative as some of the stuff. I was in Carolina still when the logo came out. That was like mm-hmm. universally negative. <laughs> so, Pretty much. So this Pretty was much. not... I, this, I maybe was bracing myself for a little more negativity, but this wasn't all negative. And I think that's important is, you know, Kevin Demoff was talking to us beforehand and he was talking about how you don't, you, you fall in love with uniforms because of what the players accomplish in them. And I'm paraphrasing what he said, obviously, but he, he basically said you fall in love with the uniforms because the players themselves act in iconic ways within the uniform. Now, because they have not had any way to match this uniform with in-person production or accomplishment, and they also haven't even been able to be in person and had to sort of think outside the box in a lot of ways to marry the the physical manifestation of the uniform from concept to actual existence, that's tough to do in a pandemic in which you are not supposed to be around other people. And so I think that, you know, there was a lot of events that were planned in person to try to get people understanding sort of the tangible reality and and what this uniform was all about. And they just couldn't make it happen. So I think they were just kind of ready for all kinds of feedback. They were understanding and ready that there was going to be a disconnect. And I think they were just they were ready um, for for whatever backlash would have come. And and so that kind of happened in waves, I think, throughout the day, the positive and the negative. Yeah, it it did. It was in general more more positive than than I kind of expected. Mm -hmm. But in a way, I kind of saw it coming, Jordan, because, you know, I I had said a while back that I I, for the Rams sake and, and for the fans sake, too. I, I wish they had just done it all at once. You know, mm-hmm. what ended up happening there that I, I totally understand, by the way. I totally understand why they wanted to do it a certain way. And and at the time, it made sense because we weren't in the middle of, of all of this stuff, shutdowns and things that you can't do. Um, so they had plans, like you were talking about, big reveals, you know, celebrations, that sort of thing. You could probably do something where the players were going to come out and, you know, wearing the uniforms and you could actually see them, uh, you know, on TV, on, in person, whatever. So none of that happened. So what ended up happening was you got these logos and then that's it. You just sat there. They were on your computer screen or on your phone and you just stared at them, you know, for, for weeks or whatever it was. And then kind of the same thing with the with the uniforms, like you're just kind of staring at conceptual pictures that there's no, there's no reality to it. You're not, you're not seeing these things in, in action and uh, you're not seeing them being worn or on the video board or anything like that. It's just, you're staring at pictures and it's so easy to kind of pick them apart. Like, I don't like that part. I don't like that part. I don't like that part. So that, I think that's kind of what happened. Uh, I, I think now that everybody kind of sees the, overall uh, look and kind of how everything fits together. There's no question there's still negativity. I'm not trying to spin it as, oh, everything, everybody's happy now, everybody's great. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you're seeing more from what I've been reading. You're seeing more people saying, okay, you know, now I kind of get it. Now I, I see it a little bit clearer than I did when I was just looking at a, a logo before. Um, so so that's, that's one part of it. And but for me, you know, Jordan, the other part, just in terms of the the overall reaction, I'm totally, you know, I've been consistent saying, like, if you don't like something, fine, you know, say it don't nobody's going to sit here or anybody where else and say, you you have to like this, you have to fall in line. No, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But the one thing I would kind of encourage people or remind people is, 
you know, the Rams came back four years ago, 2016, and they pretty much said from the beginning, uh, very early on, uh, that it was going to be a total rebrand. They did not make any bones about that. They didn't say we're, we're going to take these popular things and, and do a couple little tweaks here and there. They said it's going to be a total rebrand. And, and that's what this is. So I understand people who say I don't like it. Uh, I understand less people who are just coming up with this newly found outrage of like, how could you do this? How could you change? Well, if you really, if you've been listening, they've been telling you that this is going to happen uh, for four years. So I, I hope that nobody was kind of caught by surprise by it. Again, you don't have to like it, but but it's not like they just dropped this on you and, and you were totally uh, unprepared. So it's interesting. I mean, what they essentially what they had promised was, Again, I'm paraphrasing, you know, like like you were, you were but, uh, you know, kind of like a, a modern spin on a traditional look. Uh, that's what they promised. That's what they said they were going to give people. And essentially, you don't have, again, you don't have to like it, but essentially that's what they did. Uh, it's, it's a blue and yellow look. There's horns on a helmet uh, and it's modernized. <laughs> so you don't have to like that. You can say it's a total mistake. For, for them to go that way, but they essentially are, are delivering what they said they were going to deliver for three or four years. And, th- and there are also clues, I think, Rich, that show us sort of the direction the entire league is going to start turning to when it comes to uniforms. I mean, these uniforms are specifically created to not only pop on a television broadcast, which is where we know the league makes the bulk of its money with these massive television deals, and also, it's, it's able to pop in a stadium that has so much going on in it, if that makes sense. So, like, this, this yeah. is not only – these jerseys are, are specifically tested, and, and I wrote about this in my article. They were specifically tested with NFL films to make sure that they would pass, quote-unquote, the television test, but also to make sure that they would show up a certain way on the broadcast with the reflective numbers, et cetera, et cetera. Well, also – these jerseys are a specific color. It's not just, you know, the Rams Royal that you're used to. It's it's like dipped in in like nuclear something, right? Like it's it's bright. Right. right? They're very loud. The, the re- they yeah, yeah. reflective reflective tape or whatever they're right. calling it. They're yeah. extremely loud and that's I think probably one of the main adjectives I would use to describe them is they're very loud. And so right. that is specifically designed um, to to not just pop on the television broadcast, but also pop on this massive historic video board that they're creating inside the stadium and also for fans who are sitting up in the upper level seats so they can see what's going on better. And that's actually something that I think that you see a trend toward little bits and pieces of teams putting things together in that regard. That's, I think, a trend that's going to start happening more and more as teams change their uniforms. And so right now it seems like an anomaly, and sometimes anomalies are not the prettiest. But at that point, right. I, think you have to, I think you have to look at the big picture of the direction in which the league is moving toward manifesting these types of things that can pop in different ways and be, be sellable. And the other thing that I mean by that is, People were asking me a lot about this signature stitch, right? So this zigzag signature stitch I was asking people about when we were on this call. I asked 
uh, VP general manager of merchandise Tyrell Kirkham about this signature stitch. What is it first of all and, and why is it second of all? And you'll see it. It's on this big front tag, right? And it's a big zigzag stitch. It's it's yellow or white or I guess bone in some cases. And it sort of spans the arc uh, or spans the across this big tag that has the LA Rams, Rams or Los Angeles Rams, depending on the uniform. And in some ways, you know, it kind of resembles maybe a name tag. If you're at a a conference I saw some people making memes out of it but also you know it's it's their explanation for it was you know we want to carry Los Angeles wherever we go um, it's similar to kind of what the Seahawks do uh, again it's a little louder in terms of what it what it is the block font the triple stack lettering it's louder yes and but at the same time this kind of thing you need a signature stitch because at one at a certain point in the future of this league that name tag is going to be ripped off and going to be replaced by something like Amazon, something like Spotify, something like Netflix. You know, that's going to be a sponsor, a sponsor right there. And so you need to have something like that stitch to keep intact there so you still know that this is the Rams, right? And that's what they wanted to do. You know, this is me reading between the lines of sort of what we were given with this presentation. That's something you want to do to make it still your jersey, right? So that's your signature stitch, mm-hmm. and you keep that the same. So even if that changes to insert brand here on the little patch in the front, it still is the Rams because you're used to seeing that signature stitch. And so these kinds of details, yes, there is a in immediate explanation for the why and you know I outlined a lot of those details in, in my story but there also is is a sort of a big picture the way the league is trending to consider here and yeah to me you know coming again and I bring this up a lot but coming from Carolina they literally just burned everything to the ground this last year they burned it all to right. the ground completely new coaching staff complete reband they're moving their their headquarters and major operational facilities to South Carolina. They're going to have a new stadium within the next 10 years down the street from where they're actually having a stadium now. Don't know what's going to happen to that place. They are tearing everything to the ground under new ownership. They got rid of all of their star players. One of them retired, yes, but they got rid of all of their star players except for Christian McCaffrey. They are burning everything to the ground and rebuilding. And that's something that's not a fun process. It's not fun for anybody. It's not fun for the fans who really, and just like, you know, they're used to seeing these players in iconic moments. There has never been anyone like Cam Newton, um, you know, in Carolina. And they are used to seeing him have these iconic moments. Greg Olson, Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis. You know, these these players all were sort of ripped away from the franchise. And what I my point, if I ever get to it, <laughs> is that if you're trying to establish what you believe a new era should look like, just like the new owner is doing out there, and just like the Rams are starting to do I think at a more rapid rate now than they were um, a Super Bowl kind of sets everything on pause because you can ride off a Super Bowl for a while. The, the cage doesn't get rattled if you have a Super Bowl, right? And so now you know you're not necessarily going to get back there in the next year, maybe not the next two years. And so you need to make your organizational changes now so that everyone's used to them by the time you get back into playoff contention, deep playoff run contention, Super Bowl contention. And you need to make sure that everybody's used to seeing the things that you've changed 
and sort of coming around to that change by the time you get up there. Otherwise, you don't have a unified fan base when you when you make your run. And so things get rattled. The cage gets rattled. It might work. It might not. The only thing you can really be sure of with an organization going through sort of a quote unquote makeover and entering a new era is the change itself. And not everyone's going to agree on that. And so that's sort of the position the Rams are in right now, and they have to just accept it. Um, And they have to commit fully to the change that they're making because they know they can't win over everybody either way. And if they have this this plan, what what else can you do but completely commit to it if you know that half, you know, it's going to be like 60-40 or 50-50 or in the case of the logo, like... 10.90 of people who are happy versus people who are pissed. And, and it, you know, change is really hard. It really, really stinks. The only positive change is like, I'm in a positive change right now. (laughs) I get to, I get to work with you and be on this podcast, but you know what I mean? Change is really hard and organizational change of this magnitude is, is really difficult. And so I understand people, being upset. They put up billboards for Cam Newton in in Carolina that was fan funded um, for months and people were giving up, you know, part of their paycheck to try to communicate to ownership that was never going to listen to them. And so that's hard. That's really hard. I understand that. I, I, I feel that I really get that. Um, But you know, the wheel rolls and the NFL is just this behemoth that just kind of has to roll through and organizations have to keep pace with or set trends within the league. And this is kind of what the Rams have, have doubled down on. And so, you know, we'll see how it works. Yeah. I I think you can, you can approach these things different ways. And I think it's interesting when you put the chargers side by side with the Rams, I mean, the chargers are getting a lot of positive response, you know, with, with what they've done. Um, the it's it's completely different though the, the the chargers have kind of you know looked back i know it's not a complete re- reversion to to their old um uniforms but it's kind of like you know that they they were looking back and and kind of making tweaks off of those rather than going totally um new and the rams had a totally different idea and they had that idea from the beginning and again it, it is a total thing you you don't you don't have to like it uh, that's totally your prerogative to say that it would have been better to do what the Chargers did to just, you know, be uh, a little more conservative and, and just, you know, tweak that logo just a tiny bit and tweak those colors just a tiny bit and this color into that. And, you know, and then everybody's happy because it's just little incremental changes and and it doesn't shock the system the way that a, a big change does. Mm-hmm. But that was not the Rams idea from the beginning. The Rams idea was we're, you know, we've, we've hired this, 30-year-old head coach at that point. Uh, we are soon to be moving into this multi-billion dollar stadium that's like nothing anybody has ever seen before. And to accompany that, we want to have uniforms that are not like anything anyone has seen before. So I, it circles back, I think, Jordan, to the criticism of do you are you overthinking it? Um, that's again. That's that's in the eye of the beholder. Maybe some people would think they are. Some people would say uh, they're they're being very progressive and and pushing the envelope and and that they're the leaders. And that in five years from now or ten years from now or whatever, uh, we're going to look back and say, wow, you know, that's that's what the Rams started. You know, they they were the first ones to do these sort of things, and and everybody else uh, uh, followed along. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, there's there's no blueprint for it. There's there's no right way to do it. You look at the 
the teams that have changed, uh, you know, just this offseason, again, you can, you can go the minor tweak route. And, you know, that, that makes a lot of people happy because it's, it's close to what they know and close to what they like. Um, but, you know, that, that doesn't really accomplish the goal uh, if, if you're a team like the Rams. So it's fascinating, uh, Jordan. And, and the other thing is, you know, there, there's so the, the generation of, of Rams fans, you know, it's, it's funny. You, you talk to people, OK, what's the perfect jersey? And you get so many people saying it's the blue and white, you know, Jim Everett. Or I'm sorry, the blue and yellow Jim Everett, and then you hear other people say, "No, no, no, it's the blue and white. It's got to be the blue and white." So you can't even get them to agree. Like even if they were to go back to something that's the, they consider to be historic, quote unquote, and and beloved, like it's hard to even get people to agree on that. So uh, <laughs> so you can kind of understand how the Rams might have just said, "You know what? Let's just kind of pivot and and do something that that's totally." Uh, uh, different than than what we've done before. I mean, that's literally what the gradient is, <laughs> if you think about it. Right. It's like yeah, we, the, the we can't ag- yeah. we can't agree on this. Let's do all of it. <laughs> right. And right. and you know I'm tongue in cheek here, but they, as they say, of course it it represents the the evolution of the ram horn over time, the the yellow to white, but um or the white to yellow, you know, of course, but um. You know that that literally to me, that's the meaning the gradient takes on. Whenever I see that gradient, I say, I think to myself, oh well, you know, this is just sort of a representation that there are so many great iconic jerseys and and sort of branding opportunities, and starting with the the inception of the helmet, which is such a cool thing, and moving all the way up into where we are now. It's it's such an interesting story. And for me, I'm like, you know, when I see the gradient, I'm like, oh, and that's the representation of the disagreement within the fan base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? If I could just real quickly, I forgot to mention one thing there. I, I think when we when we talk about this, you know, I, I think there's been a lot of fan anger from people saying some people saying, you know, the Rams aren't listening. They're not they're not listening to the fans. And, and I get that. Like there's a lot of rightful anger and, and people want to be heard. But I, I wouldn't be so sure. Like, you know, we, we've already seen, and it, it came up on that call we had the other day. It's, it's subtle little things, right? Like that when they, when they do the, uh, the stadium and, and they've already changed the, the logo that was at midfield. When they initially did it, it was the LA logo. And, and now they've subtly changed it to the, to the secondary Ramhorn logo. It's little things like that. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, people are going to roll their eyes and say, oh, big deal. You know, I, I, I want a new logo. That's probably not going to happen. But, but I do think that they will listen if people, uh, you know, express strong desires, things like that. I don't necessarily think they're married to that gradient thing for forever, right. uh, I, I think it's something they're gonna they're gonna try and and see how it goes. Uh, that's the sense I got. I, I don't know if you if you got that sense too. Yeah. But, uh, and then the other thing is, and this was mentioned in your story too, and a lot of people um, you know picked it up and, and sourced you is there's more uniforms coming. Right. Uh, there's another one coming in 2021. There's another one coming in 2022. So I am fascinated to see. A, what those look like, and and B, when we get to 2022, how how's this all going to shake out? You know, we'll see how popular you know these sets of uniforms are right now. These these three colorways that they released, 
we'll see how popular they are and what people kind of gravitate to. And then we'll see what the 2021 looks like. Then we'll see what the 2022 looks like. And, and then it'll be, you know, it'll just be kind of curious to see how that uh, kind of settles uh, in the long term, I think. Yeah. And and I, I honestly, I would be surprised if the gradient stays forever. Um, I think that that's, some, that's a very good point. I mean, the gradient, I think it was, a, it, it was experimental, obviously, and really they're crowd testing and they're they're sort of market testing it they, there's no chance to do that in advance really so they're right, sort of market right. testing it right now and and you know it, sure it might stick around for a couple years or you know over the next year but but when those 2021 2022 i'd be really surprised if they had a gradient on it because of the reaction from the fan base has been what it is and i think you know when when i'm hearing the explanation behind it i think that's that's a really thoughtful explanation of what it represents in terms of the ram horn changing over time. I get it. But it also has to look appealing to the majority of people. And so I think that, you know, they're they're really what they're doing right now is they're market testing. And they really are kind of behind the scenes evaluating what everyone thinks. And my vote is for yellow, a yellow jersey. (laughs) I think that it's it's so versatile. I think... um, they have sort of these baseline colors that are versatile. You can mix and match in, in different ways, although hopefully there's no blue top with bone bottoms. That would be astounding. But I think that, you know, they, they can they can mix and match with different things. So, and, you know, and I think, you know, another point that I know we were really, really kind of having fun dissecting too is the players have to get used to them too. And you have such a... You're, you're also market testing with your with your own locker room and you have such a diverse set of opinions in there because you have some guys who went to USC like Robert Woods who got to try everything on and USC has had such a traditional uniform and this is the opposite of that and so you know his listening to his reaction the other day was really really fun because this is such a change from what he was used to so I already like told my my friends this is the coolest jerseys I ever wore uh, ever got to put on. Yeah, you know, went to went to traditional USC, gray gray gloves, black cleats, uh, white socks. Uh, my senior year, we were able to switch up our cleats, uh, cardinal cleat and cardinal glove. That was our only change. We switched gloves. Just just coming a part of just to be a part of this whole new stadium itself is one thing, and now we have our whole whole new jerseys. Feels like we're a part of something new and exciting. I think it is. Makes the Ram, you know, to be exciting, excited, makes people excited um, to watch us make free agents um, want to come be around. Um, college players excited to be around because we're we're keeping up with the trend. We're actually setting the trend, really setting the stadium up, and uh, just it's just all elite and modern and next level. Um, we're leading the way for the NFL. But then you have the other opinion. Troy Hill, and he went to Oregon, where they sort of established the arms race in college football for hmm. uniform changes. And they sort of, you know, they used it as a recruiting tool, obviously. And in their sort of in their heyday, they were cranking out, you know, 20 combinations a year. And it, it really started this arms race for recruiting and for really wanting to push the envelope where uniforms are concerned, these big, massive deals between sportswear companies and this competition. And um, that's been fascinating. And so for Troy Hill, he's like, okay, yeah, this reminds me of back in my day at Oregon. 
I think it go back to what Dion said, look good, feel good, play good. <laughs> when I first did see them uniforms, it did take me back to them Oregon times. So I'm like, yeah. I was thinking about all the ways that we can mix and match these uniforms. And, and I mean, just the bone, it, at least it was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of innovative. And when I was at Oregon, we used to wear, like, all the Nike stuff before it had come out and stuff like that. And I feel like we the first that's doing that. So, it, it like I said, it just kind of reminds me of those times. And I feel like we're going to be like, we the, we the Oregon of the league now. And every uniform that I've seen that they've been dropping these new uniforms, I'm like, nah, that ain't it. It ain't it. But when I see in our uniforms, I'm like, yeah, that's it right there. So I feel like we're going we to kill the game in that uniform. And then you just have, you know, these converse opinions. And so the players, I think that's the thing that people need to understand, too. The players are also getting used to them. And they're also figuring them out and figuring out how we accessorize and do I like this? Do I dislike this? And they're also going to be uh, a market testing group. I I very much believe that the and we've heard about this, too. Um, Kevin Demoff was talking to Andrew Whitworth quite a bit about his feedback on these uniforms. and, And I very much believe that they are sourcing within their locker room um, as they continue to develop new concepts about what what the feedback is and then the realistic feedback you know not the kind that you get in a press release essentially you know like you you the, just the re- the real conversations about what works and what doesn't work and and I think that's a fascinating process as well yeah, I was cracking up uh, reading the Andrew Whitworth quotes about how some uh, <laughs> about the big guys and and how some of the uniforms make them look like popsicles, uh, <laughs> but they they do they care you know they don't. It, it, I think it's interesting. They, guys do get fired. I mean, I know you you've you know probably seen it in Carolina too. They they get fired up when they see certain uniforms or certain combinations. I, I, th- I think it's different than than in college. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, you're probably not going to be using it as a recruiting tool. I, right. I think Oregon kind of has made it part of their identity, you know, almost like, you know, come to Oregon because you get to wear all these funky, you know, crazy uniforms. Probably not probably not going to be a part of a pitch of an NFL, you know, free agency meeting or anything like that. But uh, but yeah, I, I think though there's definitely some kind of crowd or team sourcing in terms of, you know, what do you guys like? You know, what would you what would you do different and that sort of thing? So. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, I, I think it'll be an ongoing uh, process, and I think the fact that they didn't, you know, release all four uh, colorways or, or all four uh, jersey types right right now probably speaks to their intentions. You know, they easily could have. They could have put it four out right now and just said these are the four and these are what we're going to go with for the next X number of years. Uh, but the fact that they didn't, I, I think probably. Uh, you know, leads me to think that they are going to kind of listen and and do that kind of uh, what do you would call it testing or, or just listening uh, to see what's popular and what isn't, and then we'll see what happens. I agree, Jordan. I'll be shocked if if the next one isn't yellow. Right. Um, but the the one after that, I I don't know. I was thinking about that last night. I go, okay, then then you've got blue, you've got you know bone or slash off white, whatever you want to call it. Then you have yellow. Then what do you do with the fourth one? It's not it's not white, right? Because you already have a, basically a white, and then you have a blue, and you have a yellow. I mean, what do you what do you do with the with the fourth one? Black? I mean, I I don't know what what is it? I I, I can't wait. It's two years away, and I'm already <laughs> I'm already eagerly anticipating what the what the 2022 uniform is going to be. Yeah, you know, it's going to be 2022. So at that point, you know, maybe we'll have like an all holographic 
outfit where it go. just reflects it reflects the area around you and then we really get fun when we play football and you're trying to find the running back but all you see is like big patches of grass everywhere <laughs> that's so, it yeah it'll be a chameleon yeah. they can change it right. it'll be like an led like uniform you just you push a button and it can change right. every every quarter or something like that right yeah and you know it, that'll be great we, we definitely know that we're going to be hearing a lot of opinions about these over the next couple of days. I know Eric Dickerson was on the radio uh, locally in Los Angeles talking about the uniforms being soft and the horn on the helmet looking like two bananas, um, which, you know, I thought was kind of humorous. But I think, um, you know, you're going to hear a lot of opinions from people, from people within the organization, from people outside of it, from people who are, I mean, from people on Twitter. And I think, like it just kind of goes into I do think that all of these opinions are being monitored and I I don't think a lot of stock is put into some of them but really the ones that keep coming up and the ones that are sort of continually repeating themselves such as the feedback on the gradient I think that that's something that's very much being taken into stock right I I agree and I don't you know I've said from the beginning people should absolutely you know, express their opinion. I think there's different forms of productive opinion. You know, I mean, people who just, you know, constantly post and scream in every comment, you know, change the logo, change the logo, change the logo. I don't think, I'm sorry, but I, my personal opinion, I don't, I don't think that's particularly productive because uh, that's, that's not the plan. Uh, but, you know, if you can kind of come up with, like you said, if, if there's things that keep coming up, you know, whether it's the gradient or certain parts of the uniform, or it's like, yeah, you know, it would just be better if it was this, or, you know, maybe they could do this. I think those are the kind of things that they look at and say, okay, you know, where what's what's the temperature on the room on, on some of these things that, you know, are still kind of open for debate or open for change or that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm sorry, again, I, I, I respect and, and understand people who just want to say, you know, go back to the old jerseys, go back to the old jerseys. But that's that's it's not going to happen. They're not next week. They're not going to come out and say, OK, you guys win. We're going back to the to the classic blue and yellow. It's just it's not going to happen. So my my advice and my, you know, my advice for, for people who feel that way is try to try to construct that in a way that is is positive and in a way that can uh, potentially, you know, uh, result in some change uh, because I, I do think they listen to that. And and again, we saw it with the with the logo on the field. Uh, they've already made a subtle change. Is that is that a big thing? No, not a big thing. But but it does indicate that they're that they're at least listening and that they uh, are open to to making moves that that are reasonable and and that uh, the majority or a lot of fans uh, seem to be in line with. Yeah, and and I. You could also do what I did last night when I was reading through all the comments was I just poured a glass of wine and <laughs> I just <laughs> I just let it roll, man. It was great. Always a good and idea. And I loved Always and I really loved I did love getting the feedback and some people it was funny, some people were like please don't think I'm yelling at you. I was like, dude, it's fine. Right. I just want to, like, I'm just, I'm new still. I'm very new. And right. so I just would like to learn and hear everything. And so I think that's that's something that is important to me so I appreciate everyone who's so far read and, you know, the hundred some people who have commented on this article, uh, our subscribers really appreciate that as well, because I, I like reading all of it and I know Rich gets a kick out of it as well. So we, we love it. And I think, you know, there's a lot of questions still to be answered about these 2021, 2022. I think that 
these uniforms coming out then. I think that they're keeping us on the hook, uh, keeping us on the edge of our seats a little bit for this just sort of grenade that gets thrown in the middle of a picnic essentially when you announce new uniforms right. are coming out and i think right. it, i think it's interesting so we know we're going to be revisiting this topic soon but in the meantime if you guys have any more questions about uniforms comments which we know you have comments uh just hit us up rich hammond on twitter or his email if you're you know old school and uh hit me up on twitter at jordan Rodriguez. and once again thanks for joining us